it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. So, listeners, I am now looking, you don't have this treat, at Mark Schaefer with his fabulous bookcase behind him there in Knoxville, Tennessee, in the foothills of the Smoky Mountains. Hi, Mark. Hi. Happy to be here. Actual time is it there? It is eight a.m. Thank you. That's very. These are the. Love. These are literally the first words I've spoken today. <laughs> so I get. I'll get your voice warmed up for the day, Mark. And you're not long back. For I mean, basically, Mark is. Well, let, let me just quickly introduce Mark. I. I feel that you might know him already. Apart from being um, the author of about. I think it's six books. He can correct me if I'm wrong. The latest one, Market Rebellion, absolutely fabulous. Uh, he's got a, a, a world-renowned blog called Grow, uh, which is which is seriously worth checking out, and a podcast, uh, which is The Marketing Companion. And oh my God, the list goes on and on. He's just, apart from all of this, I've met him in person, and he's just like, you know, a human being, aren't you, Mark? <laughs> yeah, uh, the, ru the rumors are the rumors are not true. I am a human being. And have you just come back from? Um, where have you just come back from? Chicago. Yes, uh, this has been a. It's, it's this fall is always the busiest time of year um, for a for a speaker because there are just so many conferences and association meetings and. Uh, I got to be the opening keynote speaker for uh, an event called Content Jam in Chicago. Highly recommend it if you get a chance to go. It's curated by Andy Crestadina. He does a really good job bringing in some, some amazing speakers. I loved it because I was introduced to so many people I had never heard of before. Well, the idea and, is uh, that, So that was uh, a lot of fun. And basically, the idea you're, is you're all over the place as a marketing, I think, has speaker, become but, too obsessed with um, technology. I know that for me, and talking to we're, we're you out is of an sync issue in so much as with really the hearts and, and the minds of our consumers. So let's and get on with it. Technology um, has become let, a problem. The thing is that it's the, become the, the enemy of, of great marketing in many cases. And it's not because technology is inherently bad. It's because technology is good and easy and cheap and we tend to hide behind technology and our dashboards instead of really getting out and talking to people and finding out where they are. And um, we tend to even abuse people with technology. It's easy to spam people. It's easy in America, we have this thing called robocalls where it's sort of these annoying random calls that you get from companies that bother you in the middle of the day. And uh, the technology is moving so fast, it's hard to even manage that kind of thing. Uh, we get deluged with, uh, with paper direct mail that fills our mailboxes and bothers people. So 
there's a lot of things that we're doing that really are quite the opposite of what consumers really want. And in my book, Marketing Rebellion, I sort of document this with, with research. So this is not Mark Schaefer's view of the world. This is sort of a data-based, research-based view of the world <clears throat> that I hope serves as a wake-up call to a lot of business people because we're, we're stuck and we're trapped into business models that just don't work anymore. And they're increasingly becoming obsolete because we've got a lot of young people, and I, it's generally young people, who, who see a new way to move forward. And they look at the traditional ways that we market to people and they say, why would you do that? That's not what we want. And so they're really leading the way with a more uh, humane sort of, uh, marketing approach. Yeah, thank goodness. Um, yeah, absolutely. And humane, that's a nice word. I, you see, only it's funny because when you talk about human stuff, people, some people might think, hang on, we're running a business. Don't give me all this, you know, love and touchy feely stuff. I, I've got to get <laughs> stats. I've got to know what I'm doing. I've got to know my algorithms. I go, but, but there's a, there's a blend of this, isn't there? And, and oh, of the thing is, we're still we still have the brains that we had, you know, millennia ago. So that matters, doesn't it? And I you know, and I want to make sure that you know. First of all, I'm not saying that there isn't a place for technology. There's certainly a place for technology, uh, but um, I think that we've gone too far in 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 one direction in some in some cases. And that we need to we need to look at this in in the context of of the real world, and where customers really are today. And that's that's my hope that because if we don't, we don't have a choice. One of the statistics in the book shows that two thirds of our marketing is not our marketing; it's occurring without us. The customers are carrying the story forward. The customers are the marketers. And that power is increasing through the internet and through social media. So if we don't figure it out, we're, we're, we'll eventually become obsolete. So a lot of listeners might be, you know, that word control is quite, is quite a powerful, <laughs> it's, it's obviously quite a powerful word. And <sighs> that we're, we're a little bit maybe stuck at the moment between a sense of, well, we might be feeling that we're losing control. I mean, you've got you've got news today about Facebook, for instance, and they're, they're not going to ban any political advertising. They're, they're not going to censor anything. They're not going to fact chat anything. And so people, I know I won't be alone in waking up and yet again thinking, I don't want to be on Facebook. And then, and then also thinking, and in any case, what's the point? Because nobody's seeing anything I put on there. Um, and blah de blah de blah and then you sort of begin to get this horrible sense of I'm not in control of my business or, or my message and what do we do? Well I think that's a big question you've got a lot yes, of different it's, it's things a in there um, <laughs> well I think that 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 is a little bit scary I mean when I was growing up in business I think you could make an argument that we were absolutely in control of the business. I mean, this is talk about 20 or 30 years ago. The only way that consumers could know about our company or really engage with us is to, just to look at advertising. 
that was the only way we had to connect with them. That was the only way really they had to connect with us. And it was sort of a one-way street. But today, a brand isn't what we tell people through our ads. A brand is what people tell each other. And that's really where the sales are occurring and the action is occurring. The, the brand is being determined through word of mouth discussions, through uh, whether that's online or offline. It's being determined through reviews. It's being determined through these people we call influencers, which a lot of people sort of roll their eyes at that, but it's, it's a real thing. You know, it really, it, 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 it works. The, the brand is being carried forward by user-generated content, by the stories that our customers post, and maybe the people who hate us post. So that's really where the brand is being determined today. And what marketing means today is how do we get invited to those conversations? Because they're happening, and uh, it's, it's, it's not really a new idea. Um, but I think it's more important than ever, and uh, it suggests that we can't just hide behind our dashboards and our advertising anymore. We've got to figure out how do we create stories and ideas and experiences that our customers are so interested in that they want to go forward and talk about it with their friends and neighbors. And yeah absolutely get out from behind the dashboard is is a big message and it, the, of course the other thing then is how far out do you come in other words how far do you push your potentially slightly you know controversial or out of the box ideas do you you know is that the way to go or do you you know do you, is it safer to stay a little bit neutral and beige and try and just be nice and well i think you should always be nice (laughs) (laughs) Um, i meant meant, why did i why did i say nice i think i meant it in that sort of slightly derogatory way kind of nice like that rather than yeah kind one of the ideas that i that i have in the in the book is that today through the internet and especially through social media our customers have the ability to organize into self-selected like-minded islands. So there's islands out there for marketing. There's islands out there for, you know, fishing. Uh, There are islands out there for, for the people who love dogs and other sort of animals. So, and so that's really where a lot of the conversations are taking place. And, so the idea is how do we get invited to those islands? I'll, I'll give you a, a small example. I was talking to a vice president at a big technology company and they had created this platform and they're trying to get all their customers and potential customers to come onto this platform and have these conversations and it just wasn't happening. Uh, they had worked on this for two years and uh, what they had decided to do finally is they found that there was a pre-existing LinkedIn group where all their customers were already, they were already there. And so the vice president of this tech company decided to join this LinkedIn group and be very generous and be very helpful. And she wasn't there to sell anything. And within 18 months, 
she was named one of the administrators for the group. She kind of was elected sort of president of the island. So that's an example of, of exactly what I'm talking about. Instead of, you know, marketing used to be about like trying to drag people to your own island and, and people said, you know, we're happy kind of where we are. And you, you need to come onto these islands and you need to be helpful, just like you'd be a friend being invited to someone's house. Uh, you don't want to interrupt them. You don't want to show up uninvited. You don't want to push products on them that they don't necessarily need. You want to be there when they need you. You want to be helpful. You want to be friendly. You want to fit in. You can't show up you know, uninvited. That's what a person does. And that's what they expect brands to do. Yeah. Uh, so I, I have this section in the book that talks about this research that shows that people evaluate brands literally like they would evaluate another human being. They look, they think, are you warm? Are you competent? The, the conclusion of the research is brands are people too. And, and that's a, that's a new concept for a lot of people to think about their brand you know, really as a human being with a human voice instead of something that's manufactured based around personas and branded content and all this stuff that we're doing that, you know, really um, has become anachronistic. Oh, I love, I'm just, you know, just melting with your every word here, Mark, because, yeah, this is so how I feel. And and it is so how every single client I've had has come to me. <laughs> there, is, there is no mystery in this. It, that, that's, I mean, obviously, I'm a small solopreneur, but I know quite a lot of listeners out there will be uh, in similar situations or just growing a business. And, and it, so, you know, we're... We might be talking about big brands. We might be talking about solopreneurs in the first year of business. The same, the same core applies, doesn't it? Well, and actually, I think that small businesses have an advantage in this environment um, because I think increasingly the personal brand is the brand. People want to identify with a person, with a human being. Uh, the research shows that over the last 10 years, trust in businesses and brands and advertising has declined. But who do we trust? We trust each other. We trust our friends, our neighbors. We trust entrepreneurs. We trust technical experts. We trust business leaders. And it's a lot easier for a small business or an entrepreneur to sort of have that personal view, that personal touch compared to you know, a big, gigantic company. You know, who, who's, who's the person that we love at Mercedes-Benz? You know, who's the, who's the person we identify with? Who's the person we identify with at Tesla? Elon Musk, right? Mm. And there, there's, there's a lot of, I think, emotional connection to that company based on the humanity and the vision of that entrepreneur. Whether you love him or you hate him, he's a real person with a real vision and he's an engineer and he talks like an engineer he thinks like an engineer and it's 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 somebody that you can believe in and i think of a lot of the brand equity of tesla is based on that is that based on that human being yeah i mean obviously richard branson and uh, yeah, exactly yeah yeah absolutely so so don't think so 
you know, listeners, <laughs> don't think of these people as, you know, in a, a separate aliens uh, on another planet. They, they, what, what is at the core of what we're talking about here is that they are also human beings. They're just human beings. And it's that that we're being engaged with. And yeah. actually, yes, like it or not like it. And I mean, that, you know, a, a overall message is that we can't, you know, that's why you talk about the like-minded island, which I think is such a great phrase. A picture. I mean, the reason that someone would hire me, the the reason that you invited me on your show today is not because of Schaefer Marketing Solutions. It's not because of my logo. It's not because of, you know, uh, some advertisement I had. And, you know, fun fact, I've never taken out an ad. <laughs> you know, I, my business is 11 years old. I've never taken out an ad one time. And the reason you, I'm here talking to you is because you have an emotional connection to a human being. Yeah. And that's how we make a lot of our decisions, especially when it comes to personal services, like, you know, like insurance or real estate uh, or, you know, marketing, consulting, um, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, picking out a dentist or something like that. A lot of it comes down to referrals. It comes down to, believing in a person or having some emotional connection to a human being. Mm -hmm. And so why it just makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't that be really what our marketing should be about? And that connection can be built. I mean, you, you and I know each other via um, uh, an offline and well, and online, but mainly offline community, which is you're the media and that's how we met. And that is one way, obviously, that you can build these human proper relationships. Sure. Mm -hmm. But then there's also the sort of um, platforms like this, like podcasting, like blogging. Actually, you wrote a you wrote a blog about blogging recently, didn't you? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what was it? Why blog? Well, you know. So how how does this emotional connection happen? Uh, today. We live in this amazing time. Um, again, th if you think about when I was starting out in business, and let's say 30 years ago, how would I become known? How would you know me? It would be almost impossible. We live, you know, 6,000 miles apart. Um, but today, everybody has the opportunity to build their own power and influence on the web through content. And it's not, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. It doesn't have to be confusing. You basically have four choices. You either write something, you record something like a podcast, you record something like a video series, or you create visual content that would be appropriate for Instagram or Pinterest. That's it. You've got four choices. If you're a small business without a lot of resources, you pick one and you do it really, really well. So you don't have to be overwhelmed thinking, do I have to be on Facebook? Do I have to be on LinkedIn? Do I have to be on YouTube? Really, your strategy starts with the content. All those things are, those are, those are areas for distribution. You know, Facebook is a distribution channel. YouTube is a distribution channel. You have to start with, what is my voice? How do I express my opinion? 
and that comes through content. So really you have to pick one of those. If you love to write, then write. If you love to try, if you want to try a podcast, do a podcast, but just pick one, do it well. You don't have to be everywhere. You have to do one thing well, stick with it, build an audience there. And that's how you build your own influence and authority on the web today. Yeah. Oh, you make it sound gloriously straightforward. I love that. I love that. That's it is straightforward. It is. Yeah, people make it too complicated. I know. And, and just to finish, actually, because um, I'm being very self-disciplined, um, I, I like something somebody uh, talking about complicated. So we've now got all this techie stuff all over the place and we've got bots and all sorts. Of, and I'm not saying that those can't be used really well, like you've said, that there's absolutely, I'm not a Luddite, that's a, possibly a bit of an English expression. Um, so personalization which of course can be done quite automated and all the rest of it um i love somebody quoted you at content jam saying the irony of personalization is that it's impersonal well i think that to to, to a lot of people we think we're being human by slapping someone's name at the top of an email spam or something and it's basically, you know, integrating, you know, lists. Uh, and the irony is when I see something like that, and of course, you know, my name is Mark and usually the spam email starts with, hello, Michael. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, right away, it, 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 it's, it's impersonal. You, it, right away, you just know this is something I'm not gonna read. And so, People want personal, personalization is becoming impersonal because it's becoming just another way that marketing is becoming a glorified IT department that doesn't really care about people. We just wanna get it out fast and we wanna get it out cheap. And those days are over. <clears throat> yeah. You know, you've got to, to really be effective today. You've got to roll up your sleeves. <clears throat> you've got to show your face, show your voice, show your humanity, establish your brand, connect on an emotional level, and that's not gonna come through an email list. Now, again, I'm talking in generalities. There, there is a place for all of this, and I don't ever tell people, I never tell people what to do, but I wanna open up your, your ideas. I wanna open up the possibilities that today, the customer is the marketer. And good marketing today is finding ways to help them do their job as a marketer. It's funny you said about the uh, the first name thing at the email. Um, I mean, I get them sometimes with, <laughs> hi, sweetheart, hi, babes, um, or things like that. And you think, gee, this is horrific. Because, I mean, I'm the kind of person, you know, like sort of, well, in this country, if you, if you go up, I think, it, I think it was up north. I think it was up north. And there was a sort of sense where you were greeted with, hello, love, hello, yeah. love. And right. <laughs> yeah. you've probably got equivalents over there. And there's a little part of my brain which kind of resists that. It thinks, hang on, who, who 
heck are you calling love we haven't even met um and it's the same you know in an email where yeah if you happen to know that all your tribe everyone that's on your list loves that whole being called sweetheart thing okay go for it but <laughs> i mean it's it's a big risk because it has the exact opposite effect doesn't it as you say yeah but you know if, if if you do reach out in a personal way that will stand out wouldn't it Yes. Yeah, I mean that would that 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 would that that would stand that would stand out certainly stand out. I'll never forget one of one of my most important business relationships started with cookies. You know, there was a there was a young woman who came onto my blog and she posted a comment on my blog and she was really struggling with a business problem and I thought, well, look, you know, I can't really answer this in a in a comment. Just I'll just call me and I'll help you. So she called me up and I helped her with her problem. And a couple of days later, I got some homemade cookies in the mail from her. Oh. And uh, so if you think about, so number one, I mean, she came onto my blog because she had built this connection to me. We formed this connection because I took the extra step of talking to her on the phone and learning, hey, she does a lot of things in her business. I need, I need someone like her right now. And then she sent me these cookies and it kind of, kind of melted me. And she became my art director for, she was my art director for five years for my business. And, and it, so it, I mean, that, that never, that never would have come through email. It never would have come through a dashboard. It never would have come through seeing how many mentions I have on Twitter. It, it comes through doing something that human beings do. And that's, you know, connect and talk to each other on the phone. Oh, gosh. Oh, I love it. Um, so, of course, I'm now tempted to ask, you know, what your favorite cookies are so that I can go and bake ah, them. I think by the time you sent them from Bournemouth, <laughs> they probably wouldn't be cookies anymore. Okay, I'll just make a note though. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Um, so, <laughs> um, the, this has just been amazing. Look, I mean, the point is, I think everybody um, needs to just go and get into all your lovely bits of human connection. And and yeah, there's the blog, there's the podcast, there's um, just well, there's Twitter. There's it. Where? Well, is there a central point that people go to? Well, I think uh, if you want to learn a little bit about me, the best place to start is is businessesgrow.com, my website. I figured nobody can really spell Schaefer, so I'd, I'd be more safe with Businesses Grow. You can remember that. And you can find my blog there. It's free to subscribe to. And my podcast is free to subscribe to. And my you can find my books. They're really super cheap. <laughs> you can buy... My latest book is Marketing Rebellion. You can, you can buy two years of my life <coughs> for about uh, <coughs> less than 20 pounds. <coughs> uh, yeah, my problem is I get books like that um, on Kindle or Audible. And because they're so good, I then have to go and 
spend again to get them as a hard copy because I want them on my bookshelf. So, I mean, I know you're just reading Trevor Young's book. That's exactly what happened with that one. I had it on Kindle. Yeah. I thought, forget this. I've got to have it on my shelf. So yeah. for me- I found a lot of that too. A lot of people like taking notes in the book. And oh, yeah. <clears throat> one lady, one lady, this is the nicest compliment. She said she had to stop reading my book, Marketing Rebellion, because her highlighter ran out. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is perfect. I I'm I'm in that I'm in that group totally. Brilliant. And Mark, this has been obviously fabulous. You've now got the rest of are you actually staying in one place for a while now? Yeah, well, yes, I'll be home uh for the rest of this week and then I'll be <laughs> heading out uh somewhere on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> the next place. Oh, cool. I, no 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 complaints. No, good, good, good. I know your energy and enthusiasm shines through everything you do. So enjoy every minute of it. Safe traveling. And uh, we'll no doubt see each other soon or at least be connected in a human way again soon. Absolutely. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes! Take action. Try this one small step. Well, I could just say read all of Mark's books, but that would be a bit creepy, wouldn't it? But do. I'm going to surprise you by saying stop thinking about things like lead magnets and building email lists and start thinking about where do I want to be? What platform kind of suits me best? Right, I'm going to spend the next few weeks just putting my efforts into that platform in terms of the content that I put on it. I'm going to make sure it's very human connection content. I'm going to start creating my own like minded island because those connections are going to be a hell of a lot more valuable than the ones on a lead magnet email list that's my opinion anyway go for it have fun lot of fascinating stuff you might need some show notes so head over to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast to download those and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode. Never be.